How can personal trainers, fitness coaches, independent gym and supplement shop owners get more clients? My name is Tyson and this is the Marketing Fitness Podcast. I'm running a startup called Black Label Supplements and I'm on a mission to find which marketing strategies will help our retailers and brand ambassadors be most successful. If they win, we win. Today I am talking to Kevin Bravo. He is the owner of Beyond Barbell Gym in Weezer, Idaho. Um, welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, thank you for having me. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, for me too. Um, I, I ran across the Beyond Barbell Gym Instagram account um, as I was doing. So I live in Idaho and I noticed that you're an Idaho gym. So that caught my eye right, right off the bat. Um, and as I saw a little bit about what you were doing and what you were posting, I thought you had a pretty cool story and I wanted to learn more. So I invited you to be on the podcast today. So with that, um, tell me a little more about you. Um, well, I'm, I'm Kevin Bravo. I, I own a gym here in Weezer, Idaho, which is like an hour North of Boise. Um, I'm 22 years old, turned 22 years this year, um, other than that, I just I'm really enthusiastic and passionate about whether that's not just fitness and physical fitness, but mental health and spiritual health and just all around just being like a, a healthy person, good person. So, yeah, here I am at 22 doing all this and just kind of taking it day by day. I love that. So and like I have so many questions because, you know, your age, you're, you're younger than most people that start a gym, I think. And, and that that age is going down. But tell me about like your fitness background, what you got you going, what made you decide to start um, Beyond Barbell Gym? So as far as um, the weightlifting and getting into fitness, it all started back in um. I had, a, I had a tough upcoming when I was a child. I had my dad pass away when I was 12. Um, he drank a lot of alcohol, so it was a uh, liver disease. And then just got to the point where he couldn't um, couldn't turn back. It was just kind of that one-way street at that point. And then as a kid, that impacted me a lot. And I kind of held it in for a long time. And, um, and then I kind of sunk it all in and just kind of, you know, buried it inside for the longest time. And at that time, I had, like, no faith or anything like that so it was just kind of in there and then after you know as five years passed by it just got heavier and heavier with insecurities and just life you know how it is growing up yeah. and then um i ended up getting into like seriously weightlifting. i would say my sophomore year going into my junior year because i would take weightlifting class but i just kind of see it as like you know a little fun class to do but then it was when I when I really hit like that depression moment when I would just kind of harm myself when I was just depressed that I kind of, you know, realized like pushing this weight felt good, you know, kind of like releasing that anger and just, you know, kind of like that one hour just, you know, pushing that weight, putting all that anger, all that sadness into those weights. And that's when I kind of realized like, hey, I kind of like this, you know, and then that was towards the end of that sophomore year. And then I just decided like. Hey, I'm gonna get a gym membership. That's when I got into like supplements. And at that point, I had um, I had a good weightlifting coach because they taught us the, the main things, whether that was a deadlift, squat, and bench press. So that's all I knew. So I went into the local gym that we actually had here in town, and that's all I did. And then, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it when it comes to that. And then, 
you know, I took off to college. I went to college on a soccer scholarship. And then um, later on, just like my coach actually had me stop weightlifting because he said I should be there just for soccer. <laughs> and then um, so I was just like I, I slowed down on it and I would kind of sneak into the gym every now and then. But I'd be kind of scared kind of like realize like, man, like I don't you know, I don't I'm not as passionate. I don't want to do like four years of soccer. I'd rather just weightlift. And then I just kind of like in, in business class, I uh, we had this little project where it was um. Like if you were to start a business, what business would it be and why would you do it? And then um, I did it like, oh, I would like to open a gym, you know, that'd be super cool and then help people out. And then I kind of did it in this town and I realized like, man, we only have like one place, you know what I mean? And then it's like, it's not, you know, at what I think could be its best capacity, I guess you could say that. And then that's when I realized like, what I'm I'm going to go open up a gym and then at that time, I, I was reading tons of books. So then I started realizing, like, man, all these books that I'm reading, the teachers also teaching me. So then I kind of realized, like, I don't need to spend tons of money on college when I can just read. You know, I can just read books, 20 bucks instead of a $200 textbook right. and just teach myself. I just did that. I kind of just jumped on the boat. I dropped college because I was at the Oregon coast. So I moved back home, you know, or moved back on my own. And then at that time, I was just like... I was, I went a couple banks, got loans that try to get loans. I got turned down by every single one, which isn't a surprise to me now, you know, cause I, I was young, no credit and yeah. stuff. So at that point, I was like, you know what, I want this, I'm going to do this. I don't care if, you know, no one helps me. And so I just, you know, was working at big five at the time and I still am on weekends, but you know, I was just like, I'm going to, you know, spend my whole paycheck and just leave myself with just enough to get gas and maybe food if I need to. And that's it. And I did that for a year. And then after that year, I just got to the next year where I had just enough equipment to open up and I opened up a thousand square feet spot. And then from there just kept growing. And now six months into this spot and I became, you know, the biggest gym and Weezer. So it's super cool to kind of get that. And then at the end of the day, I, I just thank God because, you know, even if you kind of just tell the story, it's a lot easier to say, but there was so many like, you know, blessed moments and so many moments where I was just like, man, like I'm either one lucky guy or I, I got some kind of backing behind me. And I always kind of credit God to that because there's a lot of times where I, if I didn't have that faith, I wouldn't have kept going, you know, I would have just kind of sat there maybe. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that story is amazing, Kevin. I mean, I think um, as I, as a, so my background is in marketing and I um, run a, a small supplement company called Black Label Supplements. And and the marketing side, um, it's the story is like such a huge deal because, you know, anybody can just go open a gym or whatever, but, but your story and your, your drive to do that is huge. And um, that's one of the things that I noticed as I looked through your Instagram is, is you incorporate that story into your content, which I think is, is so important. And other people that are going to be listening to this can take note of that is, um, you know, what, what is your story? What's your personal story? And it doesn't have to be, you know, you obviously um, have an awesome story that was started when you were wrong, young with, you know, the unfortunate passing your father, but we all have a story and or, or a motivation. And in the past, it's been easy to, to kind of bury that and hide that and say, oh, I just want to do this. And I don't really want to tell people about my story. But as you open up to people and share those experiences, I think, not only does it show you're a real person, but it helps people like see that why you're into it, 
which also helps them become more loyal to your brand, right? So, um, so thanks for sharing that story. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to also touch on and ask you a little bit about your, your realization about your marketing education as far as going from school as a university to going to more uh, books and possibly any online content that you found, because I think we are having a fundamental shift in the fact that um, people are realizing that, you know, there's a place for university and college, but if you want to be very specific in what you want to do, there's a much cheaper and more effective route to do that. So um, can you tell me a little more about when you had that realization and um, maybe what book it was that inspired you to, to just move into books and education, like through uh, online stuff? Yeah. So like when I, I would, you know, on Instagram, I kind of, so how I picked up my first book would just be like on Instagram, you know, people would post books with quotes and stuff, you know? And so when I got into motivation, I for about my first book. So I was like, you know what? I want to like, it was a business book, oddly enough, but I was like, man, this might have some cool quotes and stuff that if I read, I can find and, you know, just kind of take oh, okay. from. And so, yeah. So after that, I, it took me like a year to read that one book, but I finished it. Then the next year I was just like, you know, once I got over my little, like, well, once I got over like um, sophomore year and like my depression, like that's when I, I got like into books a little bit more because I that's when I kind of, you know, in the faith way, I was just kind of like, well, who's this God that that helped me? You know, who's this God that like that I for so long was angry at and stuff. So and I started reading Christian books. At OK, first. Um, but then it took me into like, you know, spiritual books, but it also took me into just like self-help books, motivational books. So then they kind of just helped me like work on myself. And then I kind of just like for like a couple of years, I just sunk into that. And I was just kind of redefining who I was in a whole sense. Then I started reading, you know, I got into Tony Robbins. You oh, know yeah. Tony Robbins is. Yeah. And so like he was, I kind of found him more as a motivational speaker. But then when I dove into his books, I was just like, whoa, he's talking about money, man. He's talking about, you know, like just meditating, he's talking about everything else, like not just like you know, motivational stuff, but he's talking about different things that I, I didn't really like think of, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That can help me. And so then I kind of, then I started picking up, you know, Dale Carnegie books. I started Napoleon Hill books, just older books. And I started reading those. My realization came when I was going to college classes, you know, cause I, we lived in a trailer for like my whole life. And then I have a single mom, you know, with kids. And so it was, it was hard enough to, you know, to get that soccer scholarship and just kind of pay some money out of pocket. So at that time, it was a little stressful, but I was just like, my realization came with that when I was reading these business books, then I go straight into business class. And then I bought these, you know, expensive textbooks, then I, you know, I kind of sit there in class. And I'm like, I already know about this, like this guy, you know, I just spent 20 bucks on this book kind of just said the yeah. same thing in a different sense. And I kept reading and I kept going back. And I was like, dude, like, why am I paying this much money, you know, for this teacher to tell me what chapter to read and like, you know, what what to do. Oh, when I realized like I can just buy these books and just study on my own, the biggest thing is just put them to action, you know, and that's when I kind of realized like, that's it. Like I just, I'm going to go into this. And then ever since then, I'm a huge advocate in that when people, you know, it's, it might sound bad, but when people tell me they're going to college for business, I kind of cringe a little bit, you know, and I guess we're all in different routes, but I kind of like, Oh, like, I don't know if you need to go for that or at least spend a ton of money on it, you know? Yeah. I feel. Cause I, like you uh, said, we're shifting into 
shifting into like there's the college route there's the, you know whether you go to trade school or, or it's just straight work or there's that other route where it's like self-study in a sense you know yeah 100 percent, i agree and, and i was a college athlete as well and i feel like you know that that route that i took for me personally um, because of the sports as well as the, the social aspect and i met my wife in college so it was awesome but I am a hundred percent in agreement with you and that, that most people um, can find a much cheaper and a much quicker route to getting their marketing education. And for anybody that's listening, those books that he mentioned and those authors are a hundred percent. I recommend those. And a couple others would be Russell Brunson. He has is his online content is amazing and you can spend way less money and um, get get more. And again, like you mentioned, everybody has their own route and their own um, path. But generally speaking, especially in the fitness industry, where it's like, you need more of a specific education to help you through than just a general one. Um, I feel like it's it's a perfect way to go for the self-help stuff and self-study. Um, and then your faith, you mentioned your faith. And I think that is an important part of, you know, all of us that are into fitness understand that your mindset your, uh, your nutrition, your recovery, all of that stuff is just as important as what you're actually doing to burn calories or, or build muscle or whatever. Right. So, um, and then even more so your why, and that's one of the next questions I had for you, but you basically already answered it was what is your motivation? Because I feel like in marketing and in business, when stuff gets tough, if you don't have a solid, foundation of why i'm doing this like it's really easy to give up right yeah so yeah like yeah it definitely can get hard there's a lot of the faith is huge with the with the why it'd be hard like it's just so much reasons you know that i have i think it gets to the point where it's like you actually put so much work into it that almost becomes your why of like well add add, add, adds onto it you know like i add i did so much for it why would i quit now in Uh a sense but once you push for a while, you almost just become become a hard person, like a tough person. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so, because there's a lot of times where, like, you know, when I moved back from college, you know, I was just living on my own with my dog, you know, and I, I watched my dog get ran over and I was all traumatized because I was all broke and stuff, you know? And so, like, there was little stuff like that, that, you know, there's times where I went negative. So there's times where, you know, like, I didn't i didn't have i barely had money and so there's a lot of times before that you know even just life whether dating and you know getting cheated on little stuff like that you know which you know in a sense it still kind of affects you and so there's like there's a lot of little tough times like that where like if i didn't believe like there's there's a point in in like when i decided i want to do this where i also decided this is god's plan Mm -hmm. for me so it's more so of like it was my duty it's my you know, it's, it's in my life's plans to take this because this is when I realized like, this is what these gyms are doing. And this is what I need to do. Cause the last thing, like I said, I, the last thing I also wanted to do as far as the gym is like, just be another gym with equipment in it. Oh, there's another building with equipment in it. Awesome. With the little cheaper, like, no, I, I, that's not what I wanted. I was like, you know, when I was doing research, when I was marketing, like you said, like gyms, a lot of gyms, they just focus on the physical aspect and like, here's the equipment, give me, you know, give me 30 bucks or whatever. Awesome. Good luck. You know, but for me, I was like, that just, it's not like that no more. Like you're getting people in their moms, dads, people that have no idea what they're doing. Don't even know how to use YouTube. Don't know how to use a lot of this different Mm -hmm. stuff. So for me, I was like, and then you also get those people that are just like, 
super fit, but like they're just the, the stuff that comes out of their mouth of how they think or how they behave is just not healthy, you know, or there's people that just might, might, you know, be positive in a sense, or, you know, like might be physically good, but they got no belief. Right. Therefore they just work. They're just positive and they don't have that, you know, spiritual belief, you know, whether that's in God, you know, which is kind of what I push more or if whether that's even the selves believe in themselves to kind of pursue their purpose. And so for me, that's what's like, if I can create a gym, you know, that not only provides help, you know, whether that's little white workouts on the whiteboards, little packets, whether I'm there helping them out, showing them how to use stuff, encouraging them, but also eventually kind of even just putting positive music, motivational speeches. Cause back, and that's another thing I realized too, like stuff like this podcast and stuff like, you know, on YouTube, how they take little bits and pieces off podcasts yeah. and then they throw them in motivational speeches, right? right? There's times I was just back when I was depressed and stuff. And that was just sad moments. I turned to those things and then like, man, those things would make me super sad, but it also kind of, you know, like in a sense, how I think of the mind is like, I, I, and I read this in a book too, where it's like, I think of the mind as a garden, you know, you can plant good seeds or weeds or like just bad stuff. You know, the good stuff is just people's words. And then the more you hear you water and it grows right into the garden. So for me, I always thought about it like that in a sense, like every time, like I would hear these things, positive things like encouraging things things that would just kind of give me like compassion and emotional and stuff it'd make me drive more inside the gym and then if i'm there six times a week and i'm hearing like you're awesome you're awesome you're a good person you're a good person after a while i'm gonna believe it absolutely so this not only helps people like not only are they getting their you know their physical fitness in but now that mentally they're getting there and then with that combined the spiritual aspect comes in there because once they realize like man if i can change my mind my body what else can i change what else can i mm-hmm. pursue and so for me i'm still working on that because it's still new but i'm like if i can hit that because that's where the that's where like people are realizing like health is not just looks it's how you think and it's you know how right. you act what you say your spiritual so just that little switch and i'm still working at it and i'm still like hustling to that but like you know i i know like i got it in my mind that's why i'm not afraid to speak in a sense because i'm like i you know the execution is going to be different you know and so for me i'm like that's one of the things i get more excited for is as, as the gym grows and stuff yeah and and from a marketing sense you know what you're saying to me and what i'm hearing is you've created a product and a service um that that appeals to people that has a unique a unique feel from what the other gyms might have. And, and that's a key, like that's a key to creating something different and something unique that people can, can sit by. You mentioned that you went from like the smallest gym in town to the biggest gym in town. Um, And I think your, your product and the services that you offer and your, your story, all of that combined has helped you get there. Now, I wanted to ask you more about um, that process of going from this, a small gym to a bigger gym. And um, what what did you see as you did your marketing research that your ideal customer was? Well, see, if that's that'd be tough to answer, like. I, I feel like. The people that would actually come to me are the people that would actually it wasn't necessarily like a specific age. The one I am liking, I can tell you, is like the older uh-huh. people. Um, but I, I think I drew a lot of people more my age just because they right. knew me. But I also would draw people that were older that wanted change. You know, that were like, this is a place where I know I can get help mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, and I, the process from going to the smallest to biggest, honestly, like my marketing 
besides social media has been like as i've realized has not been very good i apparently because there's still people that don't know about my gym um so i guess i still haven't hit the max potential um which is great but like at that point it was just um that's that's the market i've been kind of just drawing it's been younger people and i think it's just because i'm young but it, it i think it's also because it kind of motivates them in a sense that i'm young um and then I also you know just like the people that want to change and then now i'm kind of getting that community because like the people i see now in the gym are just legit good people that are in there to work you know what i mean they're not in there judging anyone and they're just in there working and then like i talk to everyone everyone's just in there like you know working and just you know i'm not sure if that answered your question no it's perfect because i think and and uh to help you out maybe a little bit and i don't want to mean to put words in your mouth but um, a lot of times we think of our ideal customer has to be a certain age or whatever, but it can also be where you're a, a local physical business. It's the people in your area that are interested in fitness, right? So it's like, that can be as simple as your target market needs to be, especially in a small town that you're at. And uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong there. No, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Because there's a lot of people that were interested in it. And then a lot of them were like, waiting for a spot like that a lot of them had told me oh you know like i saw that small spot and i was thinking about it but once you got this big spot but like it's like bigger guys in there that it's it's a lot of people that i would say were out in the hiding yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how i think about it. a lot of people that were hiding away and then once they saw like this kind of different type of gym they're like hey it's time it's time to go yeah. and stuff you know and not talking about any of the other gyms in town but it's you i don't know if you can if you look them up you can see kind of the differences from from all from all of them right and and you're you've created a specific product to to serve and to fix a problem right a, a lot of times in business it really comes down to does your your business fix a problem for people and you, i mean you just basically you just said it that you brought people from out of hiding the reason they were hiding is because nobody was fixing the problem they had and that was they wanted more than just a standard gym they wanted somebody that they wanted a community. It sounds like to me is what you're, what you're saying. And you've created that community for them. So um, even though you, you don't feel like you may have, may not have done a great job at marketing, you've done the, the things that need to be done at first. And now as you continue to learn, you can be able to improve on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Cause that's one of the things that like that were like that and i think the biggest compliment i get which it kind of comes to my surprise is that like a lot of people i would think man this spot's huge it's you know which i do get that like it's it's big for the town but the biggest thing is just like i just don't feel pressured i just like there's people here i just you know there's even they tell me like when there's like, even like 20 people and you're 15 people and you're like i just don't feel like like if i'm being looked at pressured so i think it was that the community like how you mentioned it and so as time goes by i do realize that kind of I think that's another huge thing too, like being in business and marketing is like, you know, in small towns, I've realized like, especially if it's probably like my population here is probably, I want to say like 8,000. I know Google says like five, but it, it's growing. And then I've seen some places it says uh -huh. eight. Um, anyway, um, I realized in smaller towns, probably 15,000 less population. I would say the best is like, from what I kind of realized is not social media. You have to have social media in today's day and age, right. but it's, let's say it's like newspapers and flyers and kind of word of mouth is the best ones around these towns. Cause you know, as cheesy as it sounds, I ignored it for a long time, like newspapers. Now one reads those things, but here there's a big population that do, 
you know, flyers is actually a big population that do look at flyers, you know, and I just, I think I never n- noticed it because for me, I'm always on the go. I, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going. So, but there's a lot of people that actually, you know, look around and get that stuff. And, and even today I have a, so I have a big sale going on this Thursday. And so I have like the little local news coming and then they're going to talk to me, the one here in Weezer cool. and they get a big thing. I'm going to be on the newspaper. So I'm just hoping that gets a lot of people there. Yeah. Still, yeah, that's uh, and again, you point out the fact that we need to know our customer really well, and you've learned that your customer responds well to those tactics, right? As somebody in in LA that's listening to this, or somebody in um, Seattle or whatever, they might have to do a totally different way, whether because you know those outlets are really expensive, but it might work for them too. So I think you know your customer, and you know your customers are reading the newspaper or watching the news or whatever. And because of that, you're able to use those channels. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't shy away from them until you find something better that is your customers doing, you know, and like you mentioned, social media is always a given and there's a lot of things you can do there, but um, sometimes going back to the old school way, depending on your target market is, is going to be your most effective bet. Yeah, and so and that that's where it's, I'm kind of testing it now. Last time I brought a few people in, um, back when I was in my small spot, but this time I'm really excited. I'm excited just to see, you know, just to see how how it reacts and stuff. Cause, you know, I I've been putting a lot of work into it, and so I got new stuff going in the gym. So I'm really really pumped about that. Um, quick question for you: Would you um, as far as like you know how you mentioned like telling telling people your story? Is there like better or like worse ways to tell your story without like going so far into it talking forever um just i guess some advice no <laughs> no that's that's a good question and and i love the the communication because you know i'm not perfect i'm always learning but what i've found um i mentioned earlier one of the the i guess gurus or experts you want whatever you want to call them that i follow is his name is russell brunson he actually lives in boise idaho um and he he created a company called click funnels but that's I mean, that's where he makes his big money, but he uses his, his platform to create all this marketing um, advice for people. And story is like his main, main driver. And he's created some like basic frameworks. And he says, like at first, when you're first introducing yourself, you really just want to do like a very simple, quick story to get them hooked. And then as you, as you, get to know them as a customer, whether that is through having them come into your gym or through an email list or through social media, you slowly keep telling your story to them until the point that you've told your full story to them. And it, it basically gets them to love your brand because of your story. Right. So I hope that that helps. Like, so you start out with simple with the, um, the biggest problem that your customer faces. So like from what you said, you felt like people didn't feel like there was a gym that focused on um, like everything. They just wanted you to give you a weight machine and you go do it. Right. Um, And like what you've done with your Instagram. So right on top, it says, and I don't know exactly, but it says something like helping people spiritually, mentally, and physically or something like that. Right. So that's like you telling your story really quick. And then people like, Oh, that's for me personally, that's what intrigued me. Like, Hey, he must be so doing something different because it doesn't say come and get jacked. It doesn't say like 
we have the cheapest price in town. It says, Hey, we want to help you spiritually, mentally, physically with your health. So for me, that sucked me in when I saw your page. And I feel like you telling that story that way um, is a great way to get people in and then just slowly, slowly continue to tell that story to them. Does that help? Yeah, that does help. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I have that, that the one news news outlet coming today. It's like a local newspaper, but they posted on their Instagram they have, and their Facebook and they have like a lot of followers. So I was kind of thinking of ways in a sense to like sum it up, but not too much where it's like I'm taking 10 minutes, you know, yeah. in the video and stuff. But yeah, I would. Yeah, I think I'll do like I was go ahead and do that. Just say, hey, you know, introduce yourself, introduce your name in your gym, and then say, you know, um, I saw that there was a problem in our community where there was a need for uh, not only physical fitness, but to people that need help with their their mental game, which will help them be healthy. And then just kind of go into your story really quickly. Okay, sweet. I'll do that. I'll do that today. Um, well, awesome. Hey, uh, Kevin, I know there's, you've mentioned you got the news coming, you got a lot of things going on. I'm excited to see how, how well your, your cells go this weekend to get people into your new spot. Um, so I don't want to take up much more of your time, but I do have one or two more questions if you have a second. Yeah, I do. Uh, so as you have, have built this bigger gym, you obviously have more resources now. Um, what have you found that people are looking for that you've added to this new spot? Um, I saw that you might have spinning now or group classes. Like what have you added now that you have a bigger gym that's going to be able to cater to your market more? Uh, cater to the market. So the more equipment I get, the more appealing it looks. I, 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 folk, I made sure before to have the main thing. So that was a huge cable machine and just space. Um, the main people to have, at least the most loyal people to have that, that go religiously to the gym. Um, they just want like legit, like hammer strength equipment. Um, there is another market that I know can do really well. And if I can get it touched, you know, really well, it can take off. And that's where I'm doing the classes. So I've added the classes, whether it's group training classes. Um, so one of the classes, how I do it is I do it where it's, I basically have, it's, it's supposed to be for everyone. I mostly have a bunch of moms that go and just ladies, uh -huh. um, which I'm totally fine with, you know? And so what I do on that one class, which is today on Mondays, I do it where I call the strength training. So how I do it is I, I show them like five legit exercises that they can do outside in the gym. And so it's basically like personal training in a sense. So I kind of show them like, Hey, this is how you do the form. This is what the exercise works. And then I have them all do it and I go around and correct the little form. And then I have them do like a little workout, like do three sets, eight reps right now, yeah. you know, and take your time as this much. And so I do that. And then on Wednesdays, I do like a circuit training one. And that one's just more cardio upbeat for people who want that more. Then I'm going to be adding cycling classes because Weezer's never had. So where I'm from never has had cycling okay. classes. So one of the, when it comes to marketing and then like just a gym, I was like, what, what, what do I have? that other places don't have or what, why would they want to come to me in a sense, you know? And so for me, I'm like, okay, if I can have the classes, the equipment, the help and, you know, stuff that they've never seen, they've never had. then I'm like, you know, I feel like people would even just join just for the thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean? Sure. So, Try something new. Right. Yeah. Cool. And so those is just added, you know, in a sense, which is classes. Yeah. 
and that's an awesome ad um okay now last question and uh what is something that you've tried marketing wise that has failed um this tried and failed and if nothing that's okay but i it's always fun to ask that question yeah so i've done the few sales that i've done has done really well so the sales have done good um the flyers have I feel like putting flyers, I put a lot, of, I feel like it would be more of a failure in a sense of flyers just because so much, the, how much effort uh-huh. I put into it, but I did get a little return back. You know, I did get a few people saying, oh, I saw this flyer, but I feel like it wasn't the most effective way, especially for me having to drive all around town, talking to people. Um, so, oh, actually I know which one failed, failed pretty bad. Um, so I, I went around to each, each business and I kind of gave them like a little corporate discount or like, Hey, if, if your employee wants to join, just tell them that they work here and I'll give them like a 10% discount. Okay. And so I, so it's like, I would call it like a corporate discount. I went around to a bunch of businesses, talked to the manager and I was like, Hey, if you want to join, just tell them to bring a name tag in or something. I'll get him. And I don't think I got, I think I got like one oh, person yeah. or two people that would actually, uh, so for all I think that's what it was. It was just like offering the specific, you know, discounts for the business. Okay. No, that's, that's good. And the time it takes to do that. And, you know, eventually maybe that'll work out, but yeah, the time it takes to do that and then to not get any return, man. Um, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Well, not awesome. Yeah. Not awesome, was... but you know, funny. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was one of the ones, I guess I just tried to forget that one. But yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it always goes, right? You can't remember your fails because you block them out of your memory. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, well, anyway, hey, Kevin, it's been great having you on and chatting about uh, Beyond Barbell Gym. Um, I think what you've shared with us today has been awesome. And you being young and uh, just going after it and going and getting it is, is very motivating to me and uh, hopefully a lot of other people. And we look forward to uh, seeing your progress. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Fitness Podcast presented by Black Label Supplements. If you are a personal trainer, fitness coach, independent gym or supplement shop owner with a successful marketing tip, let us know by commenting on this episode. You could be our next guest.